Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is three stories are going to be told, two of which are from people online that claim that these stories are true, and one that is completely made up. It is up to my guests and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Today's first guest was once a member of Big Time Rush, uh, and now they're coming back, and they left him out of the group, Ryan McCauley. Yikes. Yeah, you know, it really hurts. Not only did they leave me out of the group, but they wouldn't even give me a free ticket to go to the concert. I had to buy it. Oh, and I got, buy, I and buy free tickets. Buy it. Wait, what? I just said I know Ryan McCauley. They gave me free tickets. Well, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> well, that brings me to my second guest, Seth Cologne, who got free big time rush tickets by using Ryan McCauley's name. Yeah. And my third guest, uh, I just need to complain about this. My third guest will not stop hitting me in the back of the head. It's his new thing. He does it every three seconds. My brother, Christopher Manella. I don't know what to say. Someone's got to take care of the back of your uh, head. Yeah. Can, can we applaud that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to jump into today's topic, but first, we're going to take a quick little break. We will be right back. Hi. Uh, we have to go to an ad, Seth. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So then Ryan beat Jackie Chan in a fight and it was awesome. And we are back. All right, guys, any guesses on what today's topic is? Experiments on animals. Mm, that's kind of a cool idea, but no, think uh, Christmas. Christmas? Krampus. Oh, Krampus. Yeah. yeah. I think I knew that too, actually. Yeah, we are doing a Krampus, Krampus episode man. today. Krampus. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, some like to refer to Krampus as the anti-Santa. You could debate whether he actually is or not. Um, but basically, he's like a half man, half goat, half devil, and what? he punishes children. What? Seth's, Seth's dad, dad is a goat man. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um, he punishes children who were bad throughout the year instead of giving the good children gifts like Santa does. So he is very often tied to Santa and Christmas. He kind of looks a little bit like Santa. He looks like the devil version of him. And um, yeah, I mean, How? nobody nobody really knows <laughs> where he comes yeah, from. In what way does he look like Santa? I, Just I'm the like... red hood. <laughs> the red hood and the beard. <laughs> So what is Red Hood from DC Comics? That looks like Santa. Oh, that too? is Santa. And Little Red Riding Hood. Little, Little Red, Red Riding, Riding Hood is going to grow up to be Santa. Right. Claus. Yes. It's a prequel. Correct. Correct. It's a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Unless you guys have any more um ways to critique the way I worded things, then I'm gonna jump into story number one. Well, we don't have all day. Seth's on a time. Yeah, but if we don't finish by three o'clock on the dot, Seth is going to explode. He, yes, he's going to combust live I'm on gonna, the air. I'm going to flip we over the table time. in anger. <laughs> well, then we might as well get started because yeah. you're making me nervous. Yeah, let's go. All right. Let's go. Story. All right. Story number one. So there was a little girl. Her name is Ava. She grew up in a strict household, their family did not have a lot of money, and she had an older brother named James. So it was Christmas Eve, and their family tradition every year is to sit around by the fireplace and drink hot cocoa, so that's what the whole family was doing. 
It was snowing that night, and James wanted to go out and play in the snow. His parents said no, it was too late. They warned him that if he didn't stop complaining about them saying no, that Krampus would come in the night. And they were kidding, but they used it as a way to scare him. Ava heard something walking around outside of her window. She went over to the window, and she looked, and in the snow, she didn't see necessarily regular footprints. She saw what she thinks looks like the footprints of hooves. So she gets scared and she goes and she runs into her brother James's room and she tells him what she saw. So James and Ava look out of James's window to get a better look at these footprints. And in doing so, they notice that they follow the footprints and it leads them to this tall, mysterious figure standing at the end of them, right? And it's wearing a dingy robe. It's got horns sticking out of it. And this thing is just ominous. It almost looks like this thing has been circling around the house. The thing is hunched over and it's carrying like a large dirty sack and it's just circling and circling. And it's almost as if this thing knows that they saw it. So when this thing realizes that they're watching him, he stops dead in his tracks and the two of them go and run and they hide underneath a blanket in James's room. <sighs> Stupidest hiding place. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually established this in one of the episodes. I don't remember which one. It was the one, the last one we did. Yeah, yeah ghosts can't, um, they, you're safe under your covers. The covers? Oh, no, 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 you're not. I can confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> As they're hiding under there, they hear some tapping coming from James's window and it sounds like it's happening from a really long in fingernail. Tap, 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 and it gets more and more frantic as time goes on until eventually it just stops. That's when James and Ava decide to get up out of the bed and go back over to the window to see if anything is still there. As they're looking up the window, they see those same footprints walking out towards the distance as if this thing had just walked away and they don't see it anymore. James and Ava go and tell their parents what had happened and they show them the footprints and the parents just write it off and say it was probably some other animal. And that's it. Santa. It was <laughs> with hooves. Santa yeah. with hooves. That's the end of story number one. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. Why did they go to their parents so late in the story? Yeah, it's it's way too late. Like, you know, if they didn't mention it, I wouldn't have been suspicious, but it's like, wow, you hid under your blankets. Really? Yeah, I mean, if you think you see some, like, strange-looking animal, like, right outside your house, you would go tell your parents right Especially away, but some, instead... because Krampus is huge. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, if you see that, yeah, you get your parents. You're like, yeah, there's a man outside. <laughs> instead, they waited until he left. But also, what, what is weird is that these parents, in the beginning of the story, threatened them with Krampus. Yeah. So, the kids know who Krampus is. Yeah. So... Wouldn't they have seen this and been like, oh my god, Krampus is here? Yeah, they didn't even call it Krampus in the story. They're just like, oh, there was this thing with with ho uh, hooves and horns and I don't know, maybe it's Krampus. Yeah. It was Christmas Eve, had a large sack. I mean, dr describing exactly Krampus. Yeah. But is it Krampus? I don't know. It's almost too perfect. Yeah. It's but. just, it's like flawed. Like, why did they not freak out and be like, oh my god, it's Krampus? And then go to their parents freaking out. They just never put together that that was Krampus. Yeah. But when they should know what he is. All right, you guys ready to hear uh, story number two? Mm, uh, I'd rather not. Uh, story <laughs> number two. There's a guy named Riley, and he grew up in a small coastal town in Maine. The town that he grew up in 
always smelled like fish. But as he got older, (laughs) people are laughing. As he got older, he got used to the scent and it uh, eventually... (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) He stopped noticing it. What? Why is that a part of the story? Where he lives. Where he lives. It always smells like fish. It always smells like fish. But he got used to it. It's on the coast. (laughs) I'm glad he got used to it. So Riley's family would always have a very, very strange fascination with the legend of Krampus. And when Riley was a child, him and his family used to always do things to, quote unquote, scare Krampus away. So when Riley was 23, he moved away to Washington after getting into a really big disagreement with his family. <laughs> they stopped getting along. Uh, but one year for Christmas, why is everyone laughing? It's just <laughs> it's, funny. The story's all over the place. Yeah. Like, I grew up in Maine. It's not like fish. fish. Got used to it. <laughs> but then I moved into to Washington after I got into an argument with my family. And now it's Christmas. <laughs> and then I moved back and then I smelt <laughs> yeah. the fish. Yeah. yeah, so he got into this disagreement with his family, moved away. But one year for Christmas, he decided he's going to come back for the holidays to try and make things right with his family. While he's there, he's staying in his old childhood room. So he's no longer 23. Several years have passed. This, yes. Okay. He, he's old, much older now. Much he, older. But he moved when he was 23 to Washington. Correct. Okay. And then right. he didn't smell fish anymore. <laughs> Maybe when he came back, he smelled the fish, but okay. I don't have that information. So while he's staying in his old bedroom, he was having trouble falling asleep when all of a sudden, laying in the dark, he hears this deep, like, raspy, really heavy breathing coming from outside of the door. He thinks it's coming from his bedroom door. He goes over to his bedroom door, he opens it, and sees nothing there. And that's when he realizes this is so loud, this breathing, it's actually coming from the front door, and it's echoing throughout all of the hallways. He figured that someone must have left the front door open. Maybe there's someone at the front door. So he walks over to the front door, but realizes that the door is closed and he can still hear the breathing coming through it. And this is one of the most intense uh, experiences that he's ever had. He was absolutely horrified and he has not been freaked out like this in a long time. He realizes the door is closed, it's locked. And as he's walking towards it, he looks down, he realizes that he can see the shadow of a very like thin, hoof-like leg being cast from underneath the front door. He's horrified, but he runs over to the peephole, and he looks through there, and he sees these sharp, gross, yellow, rotting teeth and this disgusting, dirty beard staring right back at him. In an almost demonic voice, this thing says, Riley, open the door and receive your punishment. He's filled with adrenaline. He's horrified. He swings the door open, and he sees absolutely nothing there. The next morning, he tells his parents what happened, and they just laugh at him. And that (laughs) is the end of story number two. So he never made up with his family. (laughs) Well, discuss. They never made up with his family. Um, Town still smells like fish. I, there's there's a lot. It, it, there's also a weird Stephen King-like vibe to it. I don't know if that that's, you know, because all Stephen King stories usually take place in Maine and, and stuff like that. Hmm. But yeah, uh, that story was weird. This is like top three T-Mole stories. Yeah. That, for I me, think it's yeah. funny. I like yeah. the story. <laughs> oh, I agree. It's definitely. It's all over the place. I don't know what to think, honestly. Top three, definitely. Oh, I know what to think. What do you think? I think this is the fake one. Really? really? I yep. don't think so. I think this one is outrageous. And I think it's intentionally outrageous because I think that we would normally be led to believe like this story is too dumb. There's no way this yeah. is the fake story. 
I think that's the plan here. I think this one is the fake one. As soon as I heard the fish part, I was like, "This." I think this one might be the fake one. I think it starts off with something so stupid like that with the fish thing to make us just be like, oh, this is just some dumb story. Mm -hmm. This can't be the fake one. But it totally is. I think it's true. Or he just got lucky. Seth believes it. I believe it. You guys will have some time to discuss. (laughs) But first, we're going to play a quick little mini game. Oh, God. Um, Guys. Do we we have to? Oh, we have to. We are playing a Christmas edition of... Mad Lips. Oh, wow. Yes! So I'm not going to tell you exactly what Christmas edition means, but I am going to give one of you guys the opportunity to read the story this week afterwards, if one of you wants to do it. I'll do it. Okay. I think all three of you wanted to do it. What if you do it? You could do it in unison. All right. We could take turns. Yeah, what if we just take turns? Popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay, sure. It's going to be really silly at first, but I literally need one, two, three, four names. Four names? Okay, so Seth... Seth. Wait, no, no. I'm saying, Seth, we are not. Oh. We're not. We're not using Harold? Yeah, we're not using Harold for everything. Fine. Seth, Ryan, Toph, and Harold. No, no. Seth, Ryan, Toph, Seth, too. Yeah. <laughs> I like Jacob. That. All right, give me a verb. Verbing. Punching. What did you say, Seth? Verbing. <laughs> you know what? Sure. <laughs> okay. Does that even make sense? Does it work? Punching doesn't work either, so I kind of like verbing. Doesn't give, make any sense. Give me an adjective. Green. Give me another name. Seth three. <laughs> Seth four. Seth four works. All right. Give me an adjective. Seth three doesn't work. <laughs> I think Seth four flows better. Give me an adjective. Crusty. I like crusty. <laughs> okay. Give me a body part. Tailbone. Okay. Give me a verb. Punching. Uh-huh. All right. You get the next one. Verb. Mm, resurrecting. Give me a plural noun. Candy canes. Yeah, just do refrigerators. Candy canes, I don't know. I like refrigerator. All right. right. Refrigerators. Okay. I need an adjective. Halloweeny. That's perfect. <laughs> is it like that's like actually Halloween like the the holiday or is it like a, a Halloweeny? No, no, no. Like Halloween. Like Halloweeny. Oh, all right. So now I need a verb. Celebrate. <laughs> I need an adjective. Mm. <laughs> Lumpacious. Wait, wait. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. I have to put lumpy just to make better sense here, but yeah, I like it. I need a verb. Uh, saying into the mic. Skiing. Scalping. 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 All right. Um, I need an exclamation. Uh, what? 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 Like Huzzah! Some, I don't have yeah. that on my. Okay. Yeah, on some, my like something you would something you would shout. Oh, okay, subscribe to Cult Thirty Five. Yes. <gasps> Wait. Yes. Okay. Give me an adjective. I don't know. Promiscuous. Uh, Ooh. Okay. <laughs> a. Direction, like up, down. Left. Okay. All right. That's it. That's it. So short. Woo. Did you see this answer? Tofa has a cheat sheet in front of him. Yeah. I need to point this out. That says noun, person, place, thing, verb, action word, so on and so forth. Wait. So he can. Plural noun is my favorite. Plural noun. Multiple people, places, things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, would we all like to take turns reading this? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. All right. Ryan, you're going to start us off here, and you must follow the direction, uh, the direction at the top. Okay. okay. How do I know where to stop? Like, how many sentences am I going to read? Just one, right? Just just however many you feel, and then we'll pass the laptop around. Oh, okay. All right. Just, like, don't are you go finishing it off, or are we just doing it? Uh, you three could just do it. Okay. I'm cool with it. Uh, all right. Where's the, where am I starting? You have to follow. Look the at top? The, yep. Oh, my God. 
So what I didn't tell them is that it's a Christmas carol, and they all have to sing it now. Oh, no. I can't do this. You know Dasher and Dancer and Seth and Ryan, <laughs> Comet and Tove and Donner and Seth do. <laughs> but do you verbing the most green reindeer of all? Seth Ford. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's have to take it away. Seth you know, you take it from Seth Ford. Okay, let's Four. see. Seth Ford, the crusty tailbone reindeer, had a very shiny tailbone. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it punches. All of the other reindeer used to resurrect and call him names. Oh, that's a big chunk you gotta finish up. You don't have to finish it. You can I'll keep finish it. it. Never I'll do what. more. Poor Seth for joining in any refrigerator games. <laughs> then one Halloweeny Christmas Eve, Santa came to celebrate. <laughs> Seth for with your tailbone so lumpy, won't you scalp my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeer loved him, and they shouted out with glee, subscribe to Cold 35. <laughs> Seth for the promiscuous tailbone, you'll go left in history. Wow. Is that right? Yeah, that was right. <laughs> Beautiful song, guys. I don't know if I've ever heard any better lyrics or singing. I have. I have. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> All right, so Ryan's on my page. We're just, maybe just uncultured. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or we're so cultured that mm -hmm. they can't handle it. Thank you guys for playing. We're going to get into story Was number three. Is that just for you? Yeah, I really just wanted to hear you guys <laughs> sing me a Christmas carol. It's just, it really helped me get into the festive season. I was so against Christmas until you yeah. guys sang that. Krampus. I just was not feeling it this year. You know, I was for Christmas until that, that carol. <laughs> I'm against it. Christmas is ruined. Yeah. Way to that, go. You know what? That's okay because it made my Christmas. And hopefully it made everyone at home's Christmas too. We're going to get into story number so. three very, very shortly. But first, we have to take a quick little break. Again? Yep. Why? Because we have a really, really awesome sponsor today and we will be right Marty. back. And we have to go caroling. And we are back. All right, guys. Are you ready to hear story number three? Are you ready for story number three? Not really, but I'm going to do it. Story number three. Our main character's name is D. D's family was never really into the holidays, especially not the religious ones. Uh, D was the only person in their family that actually was into holidays. However, there was a tragic accident that happened, and in the midst of this accident, it forced D to uh, actually stop believing in the religious faith. So, stopped being interested in holidays, didn't even want to help them just simply decorate a Christmas tree this year. He did not help his family. It's Christmas Eve night. D is playing games on his PlayStation. It's around 11.30. He decides it's time to go to bed. So he heads upstairs. He's laying in his bed. It's now 12.30. An hour has passed by, and he jolts awake from this really loud crash that he hears coming from downstairs. So D grabs a baseball bat that's sitting next to his bed, and he starts to walk downstairs with it. How old is this kid? He's like under 10. And he grabs a baseball bat to go confront the, the issue on his own. So when he got about halfway down the stairs, he saw this tall silhouette standing by his Christmas tree, playing, poking around at the ornaments on the tree. This intruder appeared to be covered in goat-like fur and it had horns. And he thought that maybe this kid's dad was just pulling a prank on him. So the kid goes, dad? And as soon as he says that, this thing like jolts its head over towards him and is staring at him and its head is crooked 
It's looking at him all freaky. Describe freaky. Well, its neck made the sound of like cracking wood when it moved. It's not that freaky. I do that. You do that? Yeah. That's a problem. You should get that checked. Seth does that every Tuesday. Oh my gosh. Did you guys hear that? Seth just did it. Yeah. (laughs) Its mouth was like gaping open and it just looked like a black hole and his face was all dirty and his beard was gross and he was all disheveled. D was frozen in place and this thing just kept poking around at things. It was holding a present. It puts one of its presents down and just continues to stare at him. He's just staring at the kid. Yep. And just like poking. poking, poking things on the tree while just staring <laughs> yeah, at the Yeah, that's kid. not what Krampus does. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? That's funny, honestly. Without another word, this thing just walks out of the house. It just turns and simply leaves. And that's it. The house was absolutely freezing afterwards, but Dee didn't feel this or notice it until after this Krampus creature had left. So several hours later, his family wakes up and they find D still standing there in the same spot that he was before because he's absolutely frozen in fear. He was unable to sleep at all that night, and this is the most traumatizing experience he's ever had. And that is the end of story number three. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. Well, I, would, I would just like to say, D, that your trauma is fake. Not a single one of these stories actually like followed the lore of Krampus. The Doesn't he show up? I don't even know the lore no, of Krampus. No, he shows up to like beat people with sticks and like yeah. capture them in his bag. He yeah. doesn't poke things? Well, the first one did. <laughs> the third one was the worst following the Krampus rules, basically. He doesn't poke things. He doesn't leave gifts. He doesn't do any of that. <laughs> he doesn't it's, poke things. I don't yeah. think he was leaving the gifts. I think he was, he was just picking them up. He was playing with the gifts that was already there. Oh, he's playing with gifts? That's yeah. even worse. <laughs> he's just sitting on the ground just playing with He's just with playing with the tree? Like... <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Third listen. One for me. I'm, I'm going to recap all three, and then I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss, right? Okay. Sure. Right. Story number one is about Ava and James. They want to go outside and play in the snow, but their parents say no. It's too late. It's too dark. At night, they hear something walking around the house. They see footprints that look like hooves. So Ava and James go and look out the window, and they see this tall, creepy creature standing there. They get scared, they go and hide under the covers, they hear it tapping on the window, and then it disappears. All right, Ava and James are stupid kids, don't deserve any gifts at Christmas this year. Get smarter. (laughs) Well, they were smart. They hid under the covers and they were safe. Mm -mm. Get smarter. Get smarter. Story number two, guy named Riley, he comes back to visit his childhood home. He hears breathing echoing throughout the entire house. He looks through the people (laughs) and he sees this creepy thing staring back at him. It tells him to open the door to receive his punishment. When he opens the door, there's nothing there. All right, story number two, um, really simply put, don't move to Maine, it smells like fish. <laughs> you also missed the best part of the story at the end when he tells his parents and they laugh at him. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it ends. It, yeah, it's all just family pain and fish. That's that's all there is in Maine. <laughs> story number three. Oh, and Pennywise, that's a, that's a Maine. Pennywise, Pennywise yeah, Maine. you're right. Oh, Maine sucks. <laughs> yeah, Maine is not great. I mean, every Stephen King story takes place in, like, Maine, so. Story number three. Oh, yeah, story number three. <laughs> <laughs> D's family is not super religious. An accident happens, causing D, who's the only person who did believe in religion, to no longer believe until one night. It's Christmas Eve, and then all of a sudden, he hears something. It's playing over by the tree. It turns, looks at him. It's all creepy looking, but all it does is walk out. Those are your three Story stories. number three, um, D, correct? D, correct. Correct. D has an accident, and it causes him to mistake his house cat for Krampus. 
<laughs> That's your best one, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, discuss. Three. I'm on two still. If you want to go for two, I'll go for two, but I believe that that's, that's real. I think that it's two because of what I said earlier, how mm-hmm. it's completely outrageous, and I think that was intentional. Mm-hmm. Because in the last episode with La Llorona, the story that we thought was so ridiculous, we were like, there's no way it's this one because it's too insane. So what if now it's switched up because of that? And now the story was made to seem absolutely stupid, thinking that we wouldn't pick it. I agreed with you about Sword to at first, but I feel like it's pretty likely that you find a, a really weird Krampus story or multiple Krampus stories on Reddit since yeah, it's not really that well known of a topic and you can kind of just write whatever. The thing, though, is, like, would the fake story divert so far from what Krampus actually is and just have him just standing there poking things on the tree? Yeah, he just feels like it feels like normal horror story. That just sounds like something that someone could have wrote on the Internet, like, oh, I saw him, but he didn't do anything other than poke this tree and then he left. They all feel like (laughs) like they're all written like this. So it's very hard to find the one that is specifically Uh, one. Not one of them really follows. But that's the only one that had him actually like in the house. Yeah. The other ones didn't. They saw him and then he was gone and then he heard breathing and kind of saw him through a peephole and then he was gone. Yeah. So like, I don't know. In that way, two and two and one are kind of similar, but I don't think it's one. I was between two and three, but I'm really like, if you really think it's two, two. I, I, you know, I don't want to ruin your streak. So if you guys believe it's two, our streak will stay alive regardless of what happens here because (laughs) of, uh, and we have the streak with Andrew. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. What do you, all right. Tove, what are you thinking? Mm. Story two and three both seem like memes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then one kind of seems a little more normal, but not super believable. So I think it could be any story. You guys want to go with two? I'll go with two. I, but <laughs> I my, say that every episode. <laughs> two. <laughs> but in my belief, my belief is still three. But like personally, you know, it, it, you know, I win loss I mean, ratio. I'm I don't kind really of care. okay with anything we pick at this point. Yeah. They're all weird, and I don't really know much about Krampus. Oh, so I do. I I can't use that to my advantage. Well, we're torn. The one thing they mi- they missed out on all stories was uh, the chains. Krampus usually has chains and instead he of like jingle bells. Beats people with sticks. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, we are we are torn here on True Myths One Lie. I, I want to lock we, in number two. Seth okay wants to lock in number two. three. Yeah. And Tof is okay with anything. I don't think we're really <laughs> that 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 as torn. Per usual. Like I think it's just okay. Go with two. Why not? All right. Then let's just go with two. Yeah. You locking in story number two? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's three, but story number two. Guys. Oh, no. We're wrong. It is not story number two. It's, it's number one. It's story number one. I, uh, yep. Yep, because it was the only one that wasn't a meme. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doubled He doubled it us. Doubled Wh- on whatever, the meme. Whatever that word is. Yeah. Anyway, I hope Krampus doesn't come to your homes, and maybe I do. Maybe I do hope. I, I mean, know. I don't care. He's not going to do anything. He didn't do anything <laughs> in any of the stories. That's a very, very good point. But anyway. Yeah, yeah wait, hold on. Both of the real stories, he was just like a meme. Yeah. He just poked things and he, he was tree and he, breathed. he was a house cat and he had fish and he was breathing exactly and he breathed <sighs> maybe Krampus was just the one who smelled like fish the whole time yeah but that means he lived strictly in the fish I also love that like <laughs> maybe he does <laughs> that was one of the best stories on on like Tove said on yeah. <laughs> top three anyway that is about it thank you guys so much for playing 
Thank all of you guys for watching and listening. If you are listening anywhere where you get your podcasts, make sure to give us a rate and review. It really, really helps us out. And subscribe to the podcast for free so you don't miss future episodes. If you're watching the video version, then make sure to give us a like, leave a comment down below letting us know what you thought, and subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss when we post new videos. If you have stories of your own, you can send them in. We might use them for a future episode, whether they're real or fake, because I can use the lies for the lie. That's you were filming this the entire time? I was. I didn't give my consent. <laughs> didn't, you didn't sign off on the form? No, I did not. Anything. I didn't sign anything. Well, I guess we have to just scrap this, right? Yeah. I guess the whole episode is ruined yeah. now. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for everything. We will see you guys again <laughs> next week with a brand new episode. No one's gonna Bye, watch guys. This, this is funny. No one's going to watch this. Who's he thinking? <laughs>